0: Hello and welcome to another drive in double feature I'm ryan I'm Nathan and this is the podcast where we talk about two movies every week every Tuesday and Thursday. But before we get into the movie, we have a patreon. We've actually been recently putting some little episodes on there, little bonus content, weekly content on there for you guys where it's just Nathan and I kind of talking up the cuff uh, just something where're kind of a little more relaxed but just something a little extra for you guys. We always appreciate your support. If you want to support us, you can just go to patreon.com slash drive in double future podcast.
1: Yeah. And we'd, we'd love it if you'd help out. But as we say, everything is going to all of the regular episodes are going to be right here for your enjoyment as well.
0: But submitted for your enjoyment today is going to be 1972's Ben directed by Phil Carlson.
1: Oh, that, the return of Phil
0: Carlson. The return of Phil Carlson.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah. we need to look no more because we both found what we're looking for.
1: Whoa! Is that, <laughs> is that a copy of Ben on Blu-ray
0: that you're holding in your hands? It, yeah. So for this you know, audio podcast, I'm currently uh-huh. holding a Blu-ray copy of Ben. I so spoiler alert i love this movie a lot i love it so much <laughs> that you bought it <laughs> i loved it so much i bought a physical copy
1: that's funny that is that's really funny like so that's like fresh brand new you need it it's That's brand new that's cool no that's cool um so you're on i was reading okay so roger ebert hates this movie considers it one of the worst he's ever seen gene siskel loves this movie three and a half out of four stars so you're on the siskel pool for this one
0: well nathan then i gotta ask you are you a gene siskel or are you a roger
1: ebert all right so uh, this might be upsetting because i feel like i say stuff like this all the time i'm in the middle on this one i do there's parts, oh yeah take a side no because there's parts that's good but overall, like at the end of it, I was like, okay, this is this movie good? It was like really goofy, and I laughed. And I think that's why I really enjoyed it. No,
0: I so so this is a horror movie. This is marked as a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And I will agree, as a horror movie, it's not very good. Mm-hmm. As a horror movie, but in terms of a heartwarming friendship tale between a boy and his rat, this is up there. This is up there. One of my favorite boy and rat movies.
1: Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> in the boy and
0: rat, rat genre.
1: Oh yes, of course. Of course. Um, uh, very, very popular subgenre. Too many to name. I can't even think of anymore. Um, we could forget dear rat boy. Yeah. Dear rat boy. Um, rat, rat catcher, Man, rat catcher. Um, the green mile even yeah uh, well <laughs> that's that's a boy and his rat yeah it really is um but Ben is uh yeah sequel to willard you know and it continues right where it left off the first five minutes are the end of the first movie
0: right I, but you know at least it's somewhat justified none like the friday the 13th where it's they just play the ha- last half of the movie and then they pick up oh later and they this one as soon as the ending of willard happens this movie goes right into it, it picks up
1: yeah exactly it, it it's very it's it's interesting how like uh it's actually kind of seamless uh in a way like where yeah. it like connects the two because the we have our main little boy danny is his name and yeah i mean it, it just really goes into that plot line and you know it, I will say I do think uh, Danny is a really good character played by Lee Montgomery, and I, I'm actually surprised. It's one of the better child actors that I have seen on this show.
0: I, for the amount of work that this kid has to do, I think he did a really good job.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, he he's definitely got some interesting things. So he becomes friends with Ben. I, I love how they shoot Ben. It makes me laugh so hard. Just like the angles they oh. put on him, it,
0: it's great. Well, let me ask you: Is is Ben up there in top movie villains for you? <laughs>
1: well, here's the thing: He's a villain that you love, right? Okay, so he's evil. He's killing people with his, I guess, controlling his rat army. But he protects this little boy. You know, this little boy is at heart surgery. He becomes best friends with him.
0: And so I, so I don't think Ben is a villain. Yeah. I, okay. So. Ben, in my opinion, is a victim of his own circumstances. Okay. So in his own environment, Willard is a completely deranged, mentally ill character that trained these rats to kill. These rats did not
1: instinctively kill. That's true. That's true. But he didn't like Ben, though. Willard did not like Ben.
0: (laughs) Ben just wanted affection,
1: Nathan. Uh, Ben,
0: he was so attention starved. He'd, all he wanted to do was just sleep in Willard's room, and Willard
1: wouldn't even let that happen. Yeah, I, I do like that, like, it, because Ben can read. Um, he, he re- like, him and the little boy reading the newspaper, and the little boy's like, oh, you're just overstretching yourself. Take as much as you need. I, I, it's just so funny, the idea of, like, this boy talking to this rat, just about, like, it almost sounds political, because the you know Ben's going around and he's trying to get food, but he's like killing people along the way. Uh, well, his rat horde, which I guess they upped the rat count in this to the thousands. And so,
0: so like I said, I did buy this movie on Blu-ray. Okay, yeah. and one thing it does come with is a feature-length audio commentary.
1: Really, by who? Is it by
0: the little boy? <laughs> oh wow, interesting. So, which is like I. 50 years later i think i don't yeah. remember i don't know when the dvd came out. 2017 it came out so
1: that's almost 40 50.
0: yeah 45 years after the fact
1: wow what do you have and, to say only good memories hopefully yeah
0: he he had a great time on so i so i will say in terms of behind the scenes info there's not a whole lot of because he was a little boy he wasn't working on the crew or anything and it's more like, and, and then there's a guy kind of interviewing him during it. So they're watching it and kind of, he's being interviewed at the same time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he does share some memories about working on that movie. And that was one of the things that um, they upped the rat count in that movie. Um, there was only, mm-hmm. there was a couple hundred for Willard. And this one, there was 1400 rats on set. Dear
1: God, I couldn't even imagine you would be. It's funny because you don't like rats, right? You don't like rats I, at all.
0: I, I don't. I, my my opinions changing, Nathan, I I have <laughs> such an affection get... for Ben. I might just be peck- picking up a pet rat in the
1: future. Hey, Who knows? Would you name him Ben, or is that you wouldn't do that? Yeah,
0: my my name is Ben.
1: Okay, all right, all right. Well, then just remember, Ben's my friend. At the end of the day, no matter what. Um, it, He's a friend it, to call my own, Nathan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just your friend, then, I guess. Well, I'll never be alone. Okay, good, good. Um, which you're quoting the Michael Jackson single, the uh, Gram, not Grammy, the Golden Globe Award-winning song, Ben, Oscar-nominated. So you know, not as good. Um, but t- this song's great. You know, I never really listened to it before this one, but I listened to it on, on its own it's really it's kind of sad it's really sentimental nostalgic it, it's a good song it too bad it only plays at the end of the movie but yeah,
0: well well they 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 the kid kind of does like a william shatner talking singing version of this song in the yeah. movie
1: yeah.
0: uh so i mean i know i'm kind of playing up my personality i really did like this movie a lot yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh and i actually do really like the song ben a lot um to me, it actually because I did listen to Ben quite a bit. Um, I before watching this movie, this is my first time ever seeing the movie, but I think the song adds a lot more meaning to me for it because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, this is a little lonely boy. He's had a heart tra- a heart operation at some point, and Ben is he hasn't really found like his own home type of deal. He was kind mm-hmm. of. His only home was ever was obliterated um, by Willard and this little boy just wants a friend. And Ben, you could say he's a bad character, but at the same time, he doesn't ever take advantage of the little boy's hospitality. Mm -mm. You know, it's not like he's stealing food away or wreck or wrecking anything. The little boy did or hurting the little boy. He just kind of hangs out with them. He doesn't really do anything that bad. And I, that's why I really like the song because it, that's the boy's only friend and he, he, that's all he cares about is Ben.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It, it, it's really interesting. Cause it doesn't play Ben up. Like, like you said, he's not as much, He's not really a villain, you know, like he does kill people, but um, you know, it, it's, you almost expect him to turn the way the movie plays it. Like, you know, there's a part where the little boy goes to, um, Ben's home. It's in the sewers. And I, I remember watching that and thinking like, oh, they're going to turn on him. Something's going to happen. They're going to kidnap him or something. No, Ben is just like, okay, have a good day. Bye. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's really interesting, actually.
0: Yeah, I, I thought that too. I was waiting for the moment that Ben was going to betray him or the little boy was going to have to make like a difficult decision to kill Ben or something like that. But it, it never happens. He's Ben takes him down to the sewer and Ben kind of introduces him to his rat family. He's like, no, you got a nice little family here. Mm -hmm. And, and then that's it. He, he, he leaves and goes home. And even when the police show up. So that's the, probably the funniest thing about this movie. There's a police manhunt for a rat.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy. Like they cannot. Like they are hunting down these pipes for rats. They're placing traps and poison everywhere for rats. Um,
0: well, yeah, because they they knock on the, Danny's house and his sister answers the door. Who his sister, by the way, is played by Meredith Baxter. Bernie, the mom from Family Ties.
1: Oh wow! Didn't even yeah. Didn't even realize that.
0: Right, and uh, so the officer's like, "Hey, have you seen any rats around?" And she's like, "No." It's like, oh, well, we're gonna, I'm going to send some of my men over here and place some traps and poison in this area. And she's like, okay, it sounds normal. Yeah, mm-hmm. please come by and put rat traps everywhere. Yeah,
1: well, actually, I, I really loved the interaction between the cop and the sister. It, this was the part that made me laugh actually out loud because it was just kind of awkward. Is the cop, you know, it's like, hey, have you seen any rats? And it was like, just some imaginary ones. <laughs> yeah and then the cops like you know he gives like a concerned look she's like oh yeah my my son or my son my brother collects uh imaginary animals and the cop just like brushes this off like and he's like oh okay and he just continues on <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah
0: because because then immediately after that because uh we're kind of jumping all over the place but yeah, there's yeah. like there's a funny scene even before that where the family is talking about the willard and what happened Mm -hmm. They say, oh, yeah, they published some uh, uh, pages from Willard's diary. Oh, that's... And uh, one of the rats' name was Ben. And they're like, who's Ben? Oh, Ben's the leader of the rats. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Like, they knew that,
0: right? (laughs) Yeah, well, this is from the diary, of course. That's taken Uh as fact.
1: Yeah, Um, of course, of course. This dude wasn't, like, a raging, like, lunatic or anything.
0: (laughs) Right. And, uh, but anyway, so he hears the name ben and he's like oh ben came to visit me and she's like oh okay danny sure and and then it's funny uh so after the cop talks to his sister danny runs into the cop Mm -hmm. and he's like hey kid have you seen any rats if you see any rats tell him he's like i did i told my sister already Mm he's like yeah yeah but if you see ben it's like yeah i I told her i
1: saw ben (laughs) and the cop just brushes it off (laughs) really yeah playing around Um, yeah yeah, it's uh, yeah, I, I think that whole bit's funny because it, it goes on for a long time in the movie before they realize anything. Even a bully that goes to attack uh Danny, Ben comes and saves the day and like gets a bunch of rats to bite his legs. And even then, they don't murder the kid. No, they don't murder the kid. Uh, but Danny's like, oh, you know, he just tripped and fell in the rose bush. You know, like that's like the one time he lies. That's the one time. But um, otherwise he's think- pretty open about Ben.
0: Don't you think most murderers should use that as their, uh, use that as their alibi anytime uh, one of their victims, oh, they just fell on a rose bush.
1: Yeah, it would be easy. A lot of serial killers get away with that excuse, actually. Uh, but <laughs> it's, I, it's I feel so, like, so, oh, go ahead.
0: No, I just was going to say, it's funny that how adamant he sticks to that lie. Because yeah. he says it twice. And then later in the movie, his mom kind of figure out figures out what's going on and says, that little boy was attacked by the rats, wasn't he, Danny? And he said, no, he fell in a rose bush. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he still won't even let it go. Even after, like, everything kind of goes to hell, you know, like everything's falling apart. Uh, it, it's a bit weird because I feel like anybody could probably look at the, his that kid's legs and be like, oh, that's a rat bite, not a rose bush stabbing you.
0: Well, yeah, you could see bite marks versus as if you fell into a bed of
1: thorns yeah exactly it's just silly i that this movie is a little goofy uh the the kid danny you know he's alone he's sickly he doesn't get to do much but he's like uh, a musical genius oh go ahead ahead. oh
0: well I, i was gonna say uh uh i thought uh they keep bringing up his heart surgery but and I was thinking that was going to play a factor in the story at some point mm-hmm. like maybe he was going to die or maybe he was going to pass out at some point mm-hmm. but it it never happens and in fact he uh he gets better at the end of the movie and then he's like oh he's he's stronger now he does his heart <laughs> is fine
1: which is weird cuz I felt like there was no indication that he got better <laughs>
0: Well, they, they, that's all they said. He just, because he was able to run in the sewer, he he was fine. And even his, when he was talking to his family, mm-hmm. uh, they said, uh, oh, uh, he said, like, do you think I'm going to, do the doctor say I'm going to die? And they're like, well, Danny, we don't really want to talk about it. And he's like, I don't want to be lied to. And they're like, yeah, you might die, Danny.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that. Like, i like, uh, yikes. They give this kid the world too. Like he is like, I don't know what room it is but like it like he gets a a whole garage
0: he has a whole workshop
1: yeah he gets like a sign that says like danny's music corner or something like that he even gets Danny's marionette show marionette show sorry um but i think it's so silly he for some reason he has a rat puppet that looks exactly like Ben. ben well he made that
0: because he met ben
1: but how much time was between him meeting and making this, like, great rat? Like, it's a really solid puppet. <laughs> I well, feel- he,
0: he, he makes puppets. He They showed him making puppets. I, I think it's totally believable
1: he could have died. I don't know. I don't know. This kid is some kind of wizard because, you know, he makes up songs, too. He's singing for Ben great scene by the way of ben just sitting on a stool this rat watching him play with this little rat puppet <laughs>
0: that's my that's my favorite scene in the whole movie yeah yeah when when it's because he's the rats like kind of like da- little doing a little dance and ben is ben's loving it he's just staring at this <laughs> he's so enthralled by this performance yeah, and this and this kid can understand what ben is saying too by the way yes or yeah or he or we think he or he's just basically saying the words that he thinks Ben is saying where because mm-hmm. he sings the song and then then kind of squeaks and it's like oh you want to hear it again okay and then <laughs> he does it again
1: yeah yeah um which I think is really funny that they have they work on that level that they just you know he speaks and uh you know they're just that connected they're that deeply connected um I, this kid, this isn't the only song and dance number he does with puppets. There's like another marionette show that he does uh, earlier in the movie by himself. Yep, uh, the little clown.
0: Start yeah. the day, put on your Sunday best. <laughs> how many? Times, how many times you
1: watched? It? Did you watch it multiple um, times? Um,
0: uh, uh <laughs> maybe, maybe more five, six.
1: Oh, okay, seven, yeah, seven. It's so, a little better than me. I did, I did five. I did five. Yeah, no, I just did one. I did one showing of of Ben, but it was, so I, I usually don't do this, but putting the two movies together this week, I watched them so close to each other. Ben is the, is the better movie. I will say that at least uh, Ben. It's a fun movie. I'll say that. I don't think I like loved it or anything. I think there's parts of it that just didn't really work. And I guess maybe you're right. Like as a drama, it works. And I'm looking at it from a horror movie angle. It just kind of doesn't really work. It, but it's like goofy enough where I had like a good time with it.
0: Yeah, I just, like I said, a horror movie wise, it doesn't work. Because even the horror scenes, it's nothing like horrific. It's about as scary as somebody putting a rat on your shoulder. And that's supposed to be like the scary thing. It's like mm-hmm. there's a rat on my shoulder. I eek, Or there's a rat in the closet or something. And that's... Mm-hmm. That's about as scary as it gets, but um, I, I, as a horror movie it doesn't really work. But I do, I really do like the relationship Ben and this little boy had, and like I said, I thought the little boy did a really good job for having to support almost the whole movie. I mean, he's in the
1: yeah, majority
0: I mean, of this movie. I mean, he's like the only star almost.
1: Yeah, he he is the star. If I think of anybody else. Nobody else is really remarkable except for Ben. Like the the mom and the sister have some scenes by themselves. Not very interesting. Uh, The townspeople, not really interesting. Um, But the little boy and Ben work well. Ben won an award, by the way. Um, Whatever the animal awards are, he did win for that. Good for him. Totally Totally earned it. Yeah, they should have brought him on for the audio commentary. Yeah, yeah, it could have been a little squeaking
0: away. Yeah. Oh, I was just going to reference like other things I heard in the audio commentary. Uh, okay, yeah. For, for this movie, it was uh, so we talked, we theorized in this, in for Willard that might have been some animal abuse going on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, apparently, that is according to the people on the audio commentary and the interviews, is that there was an ASP. PCA rep on set at all times. Um, They said that the only thing in terms of harming the animals is what is uh, sometimes they wanted the rats to squeak so they would kind of pinch their tails a little bit Mm -hmm. then that would make get them squeaking but that was about the only thing. The only thing where I was a little worried about and because the actor said that this probably happened on the set was at the very end of the movie ben shows up to the little boy because after the climactic scene where the police finally get ben and his family cornered (laughs) they just shoot (laughs) flamethrowers at these rats
1: yeah so i had a feeling that was okay because like the effects for it aren't too great there's definitely like two different screens playing at once Right, that
0: one. I that one. It's clearly fake. I, when, that one. That yeah. one wasn't concerning. The part that I was a little concerned about was at the very end of the movie. Ben shows up, and Ben's supposed to be hurt, and the rat's laying there, and it has the. It's breathing is pretty labored, and yeah. it's like breathing really heavily. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> did yeah. they just get a sick rat, or did they hurt this rat? But, um, apparently, though, uh. The, uh, the actor, the the boy is Lee Montgomery. He was saying that there was an animal trainer on set at all times. He's super protective of the rats. He said he never witnessed anything happening to the rats ever. And That's good. They did spe- say though that they may have drugged this rat a little bit to get it to breathe a certain way. I gotcha. mean, so I guess, I guess they would do that to animals in some movies to make it look like they were dying. So. Gotcha.
1: I guess if someone was there from that organization, it it was a safe drug to give them. Bit odd, Uh, but it is what it is. I mean, and honestly, I'm sure some rats, I don't know what the lifespan of rats are, but thousands of rats, some of them are bound to die, I'm sure. But probably not from the filmmakers, probably just dying because they're rats.
0: Uh, Another fun fact uh, the rat that played Socrates was apparently on set at all times because the rat trainer had Socrates just ready to go just in case. But, you know, Socrates was dead. So-
1: Socrates was just like a guest star, you know, like... Uh, <laughs> he was just hanging on out on set. set. Yeah, meeting all It'd the be actors.
0: Like, be like if a big star came on set just to say, hey. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. And Quentin Tarantino shows up to set like, oh, I just want to check out what's going on.
0: And there was actually a big star that showed up to this set. Okay. this movie um the little boy he was apparently a huge danny k fan okay and i like loved like the old-timey musicals and comedies and mm-hmm. phil carlson actually brought danny k on set to make the kid's dream come true and he was even saying like like you know how happy he was and to meet danny k that's and- really nice <laughs> so it just uh, like the kid i it's really nice that so the cardio commentary isn't great admittedly but it is kind of heartwarming to hear like oh he had a great time like he was saying like yeah everyone was super friendly to me like you know and i, I he said phil carlson was a super nice guy everyone was really patient with me and mm-hmm. all that and he said nothing nothing bad ever happened on set to him and uh another thing too he said is that um He credits Michael Jackson a lot for making this movie really popular, which it shows.
1: Oh yeah, definitely.
0: I mean, this movie has, in terms of the two movies, I think Ben is probably the more popular of the two, or at least because of the song, like the song surpasses the movie.
1: That's what I was going to say. I think the song surpasses the movie. I feel like there's probably people out there that know the song and don't even know the movie exists.
0: Right, and there's other movies like that too. Like there's that one movie called uh, City of Angels with Nicolas Cage where uh, Iris by the Goo Goo Dolls, which is a hugely popular song, but that song is in the movie and nobody ever talks about that movie, but everyone knows Iris.
1: It was very late in my life that I realized that those two things were even connected. Um, Yeah, no, I mean, that's just the way it is sometimes. Sometimes a forgettable movie it's a great song i mean i don't know if it's more popular but um but the robin hood kevin costner uh that the prince of thieves the brian adams song oh yeah everything i do i i think that's much better than the movie and might even be a little more popular nowadays might be yeah Um,
0: oh uh one other thing too is that he also said he talked to michael jackson a couple of times and he he said Michael Jackson used to watch Ben once a week because he loved the movie Ben okay. so much. That just sounds know. like
1: weird Michael Jackson things. He, I, I can probably imagine...
0: So I can, I can totally see Michael Jackson saying that Ben is one of his favorite songs, which Michael Jackson didn't write Ben, by the way. It was yeah. done by a lyricist named uh, Don, uh, Don Black and Walter Schrepp. Mm-hmm.
1: and they did the song but michael jackson just popularized it um i could see it as one of his one of his favorites i think it's his most like uh he, you know it's considered a pop song but it, it sounds kind of like a ballad to me it's like a really like sweet like ballad and i, I could yeah. it has that staying power because of that
0: it got nominated for an oscar like you said
1: mm-hmm. and
0: this movie uh and this movie and Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea are the only two movies that we've talked about that have been nominated for an Oscar.
1: Really, I was I was wondering that as soon as I saw this got nominated, I was like, okay, what else have we talked about? Because sometimes that happens, you know, special effects or something. Which
0: you know. uh, yeah, which Twenty Thousand Leagues, you know, that was that was like a big budget movie, really. So it's it's kind of oh, yeah. understandable. But this one, I, I think it's kind of funny because you wouldn't expect a movie like this to be nominated for an Oscar, song wise or not
1: exactly yeah um it's it that when i looked up the oscar footage of this being introduced and it was like oh yeah the, this is the song ben from ben it was like wow it's so interesting that they're talking about this movie at the oscars kind of like when norbit got nominated where it's just oh, yeah. like an oddball like oh okay and they have
0: to show footage from the movie so. <laughs> yeah uh, uh, but do you know the move the song that won best song that year this I don't. year it was the morning after from the poseidon adventure. Gotcha.
1: Okay. I don't even, I don't even remember that song. Well, it's, you know, there's got
0: to be a morning. Oh, after. that song. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. from the
1: poseidon. I see, there we yep. go. Once again, I did not know that was from the poseidon adventure. <laughs> you know, that's a, it's a tight race. Both are, you know, both songs. It's, are good. Those are both really popular
0: in the seventies. So
1: yeah. Uh, one last,
0: tidbit I have um, from the commentary is do you know how they advertise this movie?
1: <laughs> I got what's up with these movies having weird advertising stories but yeah <laughs> what 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 was it? So uh, apparently
0: there was like a there I forget where they said but there's an area where they actually have uh, a rat decathlon for mm-hmm. uh, that's like they have these rats that race do like a literal rat race and uh, the <laughs> they advertise the movie Ben by saying, oh, whichever rat wins will get a role on the movie Ben.
1: <laughs> what are these weird things <laughs> that, do they really think this would, like, get people into the theater? Like, oh, yeah, see if you can find this rat in the movie.
0: They, they made a joke about that. They're like, like, yeah how would you even tell and one guy's like oh yep there he is right there
1: <laughs> that's pretty good that um, that's fun though they had to find creative ways now now with the internet i feel like it's just always in your face so they really had to be creative to keep it in your mind
0: yeah, yeah. it's they, i i love hearing little stories about this because it just mm-hmm. now it just seems so cookie cutter where it's just oh yeah you just put shoot a tweet out, make a YouTube video or mm-hmm. go on like the tonight show or whatever. But
1: yeah. Ben fought here in Iowa. Yeah. That's <laughs> ben, the billboard. Have like a
0: little, <laughs> uh, mouse hole
1: cut out in the wall. And Ben used to live here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the, the Ben museum. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, that, that's fun. Well, I'm glad you really enjoyed it. I'm glad you really yeah. liked it. I, I, I loved it a lot. And, yeah. um,
0: I, so I watched this movie, uh, on a Monday and then I got this on Wednesday and I watched nice. it. So I, and I rewatched it again um, for the audio commentary. And uh, there's other things too. Like there's a theatrical trailer, which it, it almost all the advertising for this movie has that scene with Willard where Willard gets six, rats onto Ernest Borgnine. What? Why? <laughs> it's not even in the movie.
1: And um, then it's just,
0: they showed that scene and then they just show a close up of Ben and then it's like, (laughs) see Ben. That's
1: that's really weird.
0: Um, Oh, so we didn't say, but at the end of the movie, like I said, Ben shows up and he's hurt. Do you think Ben survives at the end of the movie?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I want to say they were probably trying to get a third one of these. They did. They tried. And and it didn't happen. Never happened. Dang. What do they even call it? Because like I th- it's like Rambo, right? Willard, and then Willard Two, Ben, and then did we just ben call too. it Ben Two? Yeah, ben too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? But uh, that 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 is sad because I from what I read, this movie didn't do poorly. I know Willard was like a real big success, but you know Ben did well. <laughs> yeah
0: it, it it wasn't as big uh, critically i actually i think ben is actually higher critically than willard
1: yeah ben ben roger ebert seems to be the only one that really hates this movie like he said it was like one of the worst um Which because like I, everything I, else is pretty decent
0: which I can, if you don't like it, that I get it. But like, it's, it's going back to eat my dust where they said, eat my dust is the worst movie of 1976. I'm like, okay, come on. No, let's, let's not get crazy here.
1: Yeah. Like I said, for that, I'm going to say for this, like whatever movie came out that year, like other movies, there's definitely worse. We, on this show, we'll cover a worse movie from 1972. I can almost bet you that.
0: Yeah. So I just, sometimes, you know, critics like to talk in hyperbole like you know like i kind of do like in the beginning of this episode make it like a bigger deal but yeah. it's just so i think they do that a lot of times just so it, people buy more of the negative the super negative reviews instead of like the middle of the roads. like oh, i wasn't my favorite they wouldn't read that but
1: yeah yeah they want extreme reactions they don't want like here's the pros here's the cons you know um which I, i'm guessing back then was it was a big deal I would recommend Ben, because I'm really convinced by you, Ryan, that you enjoyed it so much. It made me feel like maybe someone else out there could really find the gem out of this. So it makes me happy. Um, Well,
0: it certainly is a journey. And um, I'm always glad when we get to podcast like this, Nathan, because, you know, before I started podcasting, I was saying I and me, but now it's us. Now it's we
1: oh yeah this doesn't sound like anything i've ever heard before because you've got a friend in me oh yes yeah randy newman uh, yeah what, what movie was that from oh god i forget it I... oh it was
0: from uh uh the the duplo movie or whatever
1: The du- oh yeah uh, <laughs> the playmobile movie yeah Playmobil. yes you've got a friend in me from playmobile film sorry i call it a film (laughs) it's keno keno yes yeah yeah (laughs) keno but but
0: yes uh but we're gonna close the book on ben it was a great ride but nathan what are we going to be talking about next time
1: so on tuesday we're going to be talking about well we're talking about a big classic next tuesday and that's the blob and i and we're going to be covering the blob from the 50s so uh it's a classic steve mcqueen's in it woohoo you excited ryan i'm loving
0: steve mcqueen as a teenager even though he's like 30 in that movie. can't <laughs> yep. wait
1: to hear the theme song can't wait and you can see that right on tubi sounds great mm-hmm. but again thank you for
0: joining us uh if you want to Please follow us on Twitter at DIDFpod. Like I said, check out our Patreon. Also, if you have any thoughts, opinions of this podcast, please email us at driveindoublefeaturepodcast at gmail.com. But until next time.
1: Until next time.